0: You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice Podcast, episode number 226. Today we'll read 1 Peter chapter 4 together. Peter tells us we are stewards of God's grace and describes what suffering as a Christian looks like. This will be a very short but heartfelt welcome this morning. You have turkeys to watch and potatoes to mash, Zoom meetings to attend and phone calls to answer. We know that this is a very different Thanksgiving for all of us this year, but it's still Thanksgiving and there's loads to be thankful for. I am thankful to Christ for saving me. I am thankful for my family, especially my precious husband and my two lovely daughters. Also, I am thankful to belong to a loving church family, where I can be real, where I can grow in my faith, where I can serve. But this year, my list got a little longer. I am deeply thankful for you and your faithfulness in reading God's Word. This Word that you are reading will not return to Him without accomplishing His purpose in your life, as our podcast scripture says. I am thankful for your comments, your inspiration, and your support in this mission. Feel free to tell me what you're grateful for, too, at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. 1 Peter, Chapter 4 Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same understanding. Because the one who suffers in the flesh is finished with sin, in order to live the remaining time in the flesh no longer for human desires, but for God's will. For there has already been enough time spent in doing what the Gentiles choose to do, carrying on in unrestrained behavior, evil desires, drunkenness, orgies, carousing and lawless idolatry. They are surprised that you don't join them in the same flood of wild living, and they slander you. They will give an account to the one who stands ready to judge the living and the dead. For this reason, the gospel was also preached to those who are now dead, so that, although they might be judged in the flesh according to human standards, they might live in the Spirit according to God's standards. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and sober-minded for prayer. Above all, maintain constant love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the varied grace of God. If anyone speaks, let it be as one who speaks God's words. If anyone serves, let it be from the strength God provides, so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. To him be the glory and the power. Forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, don't be surprised when the fiery ordeal comes among you to test you, as if something unusual were happening to you. Instead, rejoice as you share in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may also rejoice with great joy when His glory is revealed. If you are ridiculed for the name of Christ, You are blessed, because the Spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or a meddler. But if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in having that name. For the time has come for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who disobey the gospel of God? And if a righteous person is saved with difficulty, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust themselves to a faithful Creator while doing what is good. As Christians, we must look beyond the moment, beyond the fleeting pleasure of sin, as the writer of Hebrews puts it, in Hebrews 11.25. Our Savior suffered in unimaginable ways, and we are called to crucify our old selves with Him. That's in Galatians 2.20. It takes an enormous commitment, albeit a commitment for which we have the help of the Holy Spirit of God. We must adjust our expectations. It's probably time we reject, or at least temper, the hallmark imagery of the Christian life and embrace more of the sixth chapter of Ephesians where we are called to dress for battle. Peter is enormously helpful here with straight talk about walking with Christ or, as he terms it, Being stewards of God's grace. The world is perplexed by it. Our old friends are mad. But here's the important part. They may slander you and cajole you into coming back into the fold of sin, but what they're really doing is waiting. Waiting to see if the change is real. And if we persevere in the suffering of being different, Others will be saved. That's being a good steward of God's grace. And Peter 2 gives us a laundry list of what the behavior of a good steward of God's grace looks like. And we can take encouragement every time someone calls us a Christian. Do not forget that name associates us eternally with Christ. Here, suffering, but there, glory and rejoicing keep your eyes on the prize brothers and sisters judgment must begin with us the purging the changing the standing strong and yes even the suffering my prayer today is simple and comes straight from god's word psalm 25 4 and 5. it seems appropriate as we embrace Peter's instruction. Let's offer it now. Make your ways known to us, Lord. Teach us your paths. Guide us in your truth and teach us. For you are the God of our salvation. We wait for you all day long. Amen and Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for joining me here today.